0: Every person goes through grief in a different way. And every person we grieve, we grieve dif- differently. And no two stories are the same. And I speak to a lot of people that are grieving from loss, from suicide, which is another form of grief. There's so many forms of grief. And I realize how much I don't know. And I realize how many people come to me to discuss their grief and how much I don't know about it. And I must learn Hello, and thank you for joining me here on Hope to Recharge podcast, the podcast that's designed to break the stigma around mental health and to create some hope and inspiration and give some practical tips to those that are struggling with mental health, whether it's from personal stories to break the stigma or some advice from professionals in the mental health community. Whether you are struggling with mental health on your own or you know a loved one that is struggling, we are here to support you and to create a community so you you know you are not alone. The road to recovery can be difficult and challenging. At Hope to Recharge, we believe that in mental health, together is always better. I'm your host, Matana. Thank you for joining me here today. Today's episode is sponsored by betterhelp.com. Are you looking for online therapy? Are you stuck at home like everyone else? High stress, high anxiety, worried about the future, trying to navigate everything, have a lot of worries, had a lot of emotional roller coaster rides up and down just like me. Betterhelp.com is one phone call away, one Zoom call away, one text away. It's an online platform for therapy. It's so perfect for now, for coronavirus, for what people are going through now. We can reach out and get the perfect therapist that meets our needs. Don't wait. Check them out. See if you can find somebody. Don't struggle. They're so affordable. They are so affordable. You're sitting at home. Every therapist is working online now. Reach out and get help you need. If you are struggling, don't struggle in silence. I am so grateful that they are giving us 10% off the first month so you can get affordable access to therapy. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash hope to recharge betterhelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. Start your wellness, get help, get support you need. Hello, and thank you for joining me here on a Hope to Recharge podcast. Do you remember we said that in the beginning of every month, I'm going to do a short solo introduction to the month ahead and what to expect in the topic of the month. And I can't believe we're in July already. Sometimes I wake up in the morning. I have no idea if it's January or December or April or July. I literally have no idea. It's scary. COVID really, really does a, a good job on on our mind on mixing us up, especially for me. Maybe I shouldn't say us, but I've been speaking to other people that are saying that they're really like disoriented. Like what part of the year are we in? Is this summer? Is this winter? Is this the end? Is the beginning? So we're in July. And what was so shocking for me that I didn't know July July 7th is my birthday. And somebody mentioned to me last week and they said, you know, your birthday is coming up. I said, my birthday is coming up? They're like, yeah, isn't it in July? I'm like, wait, right. We're in June, the end of June. That means my birthday is coming up. And I'm like, how did I not realize that we're at the end of the school year, even though I knew that... (laughs) We're in vacation already. Just it's unbelievable how routine keeps our mind in check. And it's amazing how when we're out of routine and out of sorts and this whole coronavirus, not knowing what's going to be tomorrow just plays with my mind. And I'm like, wow, June is over. July is here. July is here. That means we're in the middle of the summer or the beginning of the summer. For me, it's middle of the summer, because I always see the end. Unfortunately, it's not a good mindset to be in. By the way, the best mindset is to be in the now. I'm always, I'm always, always grieving, which is going to go into my discussion that we're going to be discussing now. I'm always grieving early the loss of something that I am in now something that I like now. If I yearn for summer, summer comes and three days into summer, I'm like, oh no, but it's going to end in two months. Ari always makes fun of me. My husband always makes fun of me that when we are on a trip to somewhere, we can be flying somewhere. and, And I'm like, he's so excited that we're going. And I'm like, but we have to come back in three weeks. And he's like, we haven't landed there yet we haven't gotten there yet and you're already returning. And I really think that this is part of who I am in working hard on myself and being in the moment, being now and that grieving part of things that I love and not wanting to disconnect from it. So the whole time I'm I'm preparing myself to disconnect for it, from it instead of just being mindful, being present, being in the now. And I must say I came a long way after many, many, many years of work on this but I still have a lot of work to do. Now that we're in the summer, I'm going to try to be mindful every single day about enjoying the summer, enjoying the vacation, that the kids don't have the Zoom classes, they don't have the stress of the online classes, the millions of of emails that I have been getting from school. No more of that until who knows when, because we don't know what will be. And I'm really trying to just be in the now, enjoy the now. And I'm going to enjoy the month of July of my birthday. June was a great month. It was very short for me. I felt like it came and went so fast. We were discussing self-love in the month of June, because I think self-love is the foundation station of recovery. As I said previously, we had phenomenal guests, phenomenal. I'm so grateful for the guests that we had. I learned so much from them. I started implementing self-love differently, showing up for myself differently, noticing where I'm coming short for myself. Very powerful month. And when we really exercise it, and it's not about learning and letting it go, it's learning and constant exercise, constant, constant, constant I highly recommend if you haven't listened to all the episodes of June, the self-love episodes, go back. We have five episodes about self-love on the topic of self-love. So take the opportunity when you have it and just really gift yourself time to listen to the episodes because they're really helpful and powerful. The month of July, even though it's my birthday and I really don't want to discuss sad things. July is my happy month. It's the summer. It's the beginning of the summer. It's my birthday. Usually I travel a lot in it's July, not this year, unfortunately, but it's okay. But I decided that I'm going to dedicate July and maybe even August because I have a lot of episodes on the topic of grief. So I want to tell you what happened to me with grief and why I decided it's so important to discuss it and why I'm, I'm devoting a lot of time to grief. So in my personal life, I didn't have a close relative or a loved one pass away at, out of a tragedy or something that I'm really grieving. The closest people to me that passed away that I lost were my grandparents and they were elderly and they were the only people that I would witness grief. I didn't really experience so much grief when they passed away. My grandfather from my father's side, I didn't know. My grandmother from my father's side, I, don't, I think I maybe met when I was a baby I didn't know her either. My grandmother from my mother's side, I remember a little bit. I did, I remember some things about her. I don't remember her very well. She passed away, I think, when I was third or fourth grade. My grandfather from my mother's side, we were very close to, very, very, very close to. He lived by us for many years in our home and he was like our second father. He was a big part of our family and our life and everything that we do in our existence in our childhood was surrounding my grandfather. So he was the only person that I really felt grief about. But I wouldn't say that it took me into like a deep sadness that I couldn't get out of it. I was young at the time. I think I didn't understand loss. I think I really didn't understand loss, but thank God I have all my loved ones around me. So I didn't really experience grief, but I've been hearing about grief a lot. I've been hearing from people that approach me about their mental health and their crises in mental health with grief, what their journey in life with grief, where it took them and how life changed for them. They were amazing functioning people and then grief came along, loss and what happened to them through that. From me, hearing stories stories and and being involved in stories, I realized that grief is something I really know very little about like really very little about. And a few months ago in March, I think I mentioned this right before COVID, I went to Celine Dion's concert. I think it was her last live concert in her world tour that she did in New York. I bought the tickets a year in advance. I was so excited to go to Celine Dion and it was a Long Island. I was excited. I went with a friend and it was right when COVID was starting to think about coming to New York. Like it was, I mean, to America, we were still not sure if it's going to leave China and make its way up to other parts of the world. I think Israel was starting to shut down at the time, but still, there were still gatherings, still stuff going on. There was no social distancing or anything like that. And I went to her concert and the concert's name was Courage. She spoke about courage and she sang a song called Courage. And I encourage everybody to listen to the song Courage by Celine Dion. And she speaks about her showing up after her husband died and her journey in grief and how she had to really have courage. And she talks to courage as if like he needs to hold her and, take her through life, not let her down and courage show up for me because this is when I need you most. When I lost the loved one, my loved one, I lost my everything and I still have to sing and dance and show up for myself, for my children, for my community, for my passion, for my life. And I remember looking at her and saying, wow, look at this woman, look how powerful she is. She's like on stage, she's rocking this place and she's broken inside. Like all I saw was her pain inside, but it's still, she was showing up. Up. She was literally showing up, and I kept on thinking to myself. After that night, her song coverage broke my heart, and I was in awe of her. In awe, and I remember saying. How the hell will I ever recover from grief? If someone in my close vicinity will pass away, God forbid, if I experience grief, how will I ever recover? And I remember that night and the week afterwards, I was obsessing over grief and I was talking to my friends about it. I was talking to my husband about it and I was starting to research grief and I was feeling Celine's pain and was suddenly I was feeling everyone's pain around me that was going through grief. And there was that weekend, my husband was wasn't feeling well. And I remember saying to him, listen, you have to show up and you have to get out of bed because you cannot be sick. I remember I've been so unrational. And I said, I'm freaking out about grief. I'm scared that you're sick. And then I'm like, maybe you have COVID. Maybe you're going to die. Like right away, my anxiety mind was kicking in and my fear was kicking in. And I was really being very self-centered and very selfish and very not supportive to somebody that's just having, it wasn't um, Corona, was just the flu. And all I could see was my fear of grief. And then I realized that it's holding me back and I needed to do a lot of research on grief and how people overcome grief and what is grief. I knew nothing about it. So I started reading books on grief. I started joining online groups on Facebook on grief. I listened to almost every podcast on grief. I realized that the more I learn about it, the more I realized how Many people suffer from grief. When I say suffer, that means until they come to a place of understanding their journey in grief, until they heal from it. And there's never a hundred percent healing from grief. Grief, it goes with us till, till the end of our life, but it goes into different shapes and sizes and, the, and every person goes through grief in a different way. And every person we grieve, we grieve dif- differently. And no two stories are the same.
1: Grief is, universally, one of the more powerful, intense emotions. Some people, whether due to trauma or conditions like borderline personality disorder, experience all of their emotions on the more intense end of the spectrum, which can be challenging without some support and guidance. For those who frequently experience emotional dysregulation or emotional sensitivity, there is an online Dialectical Behavior Therapy Skills solution. Dialectical Behavior Therapy Skills, or DBT skills, are essentially emotional coping skills. Check out EmotionallySensitive.com for more information. They have weekly online psychoeducational DBT skills groups attended by students around the globe and co facilitated by a licensed DBT trained therapist and a DBT trained certified life coach who is in recovery from borderline personality disorder herself. Please visit emotionallysensitive.com to learn more and ask any questions you may have about their next program, which starts on July 27th. Enrollment closes at noon Pacific on Sunday, July 26th. Again, Visit us at EmotionallySensitive.com and we hope to have you in class with us very soon.
0: And I speak to a lot of people that are grieving from loss from suicide, which is another form of grief. There's so many forms of grief and I realize how much I don't know. And I realize how many people come to me to discuss their grief and how much I don't know about it. And I must learn. So I really really went deep deep into this topic and I said I owe it to the Hope to Recharge community to bring it up because many of the stories that come our way are stories of mental illness or traumas that that are as a byproduct of Unresolved grief or or not grieving in a healthy way there's a healthy way or not healthy way or in stages, and what does that even mean? A healthy way of grieving so I felt that I owe it to my community to really understand grief, even though I didn't go through it, and not only that I needed I needed it for my mental health because I was obsessing over it, I was fearing it, I was having so much anxiety out of it, and I kept on saying I said to my eFt practitioner when I was sharing with him that I'm really struggling with the fear of grief, I said, I'm afraid that I'll never recover. I know the fear and the pain of depression and anxiety. I know how brutal the journey is with depression and how hard I had to work to get out of depression and what it's like to constantly every single day now to work that I don't go down the dark path that I stay healthy, mentally healthy, physically healthy. My mindset, my my environment, my boundaries, everything about how I exist now is all with the same goal that I don't want to go down that dark path of depression again. I am so passionate about staying in the healthy Path where I am after climbing out of the darkness, that part of me was saying, If I know how hard it was to get out of depression, and grief can be so much worse than depression because there's no hope after you lost somebody that they're going to come back. So, what is your hope? How do you come back from that? How do you heal? My mind kept on saying to me, You will never heal. It was so hard to heal from depression. How are you going to ever heal from grief? Which is incorrect which was stories I was telling myself, setting myself up for failure, setting myself up for a ton of anxiety. And the more I learned about, about grief, the more I heard stories, the more I was open to understand, the more I realized that there's tons of people out there, unfortunately, that are struggling with Grief that are heartbreaking stories, heartbreaking stories, losing children, losing babies, losing loved ones, tragic accidents, so many stuff that it's just hard to comprehend, suicide, so many, so many, so many struggles, and sometimes grief is also a grief of a loved relationship that ended grief of a marriage, grief of a friendship, grief of a business that went bad and we put our heart and soul and dreams into a grief of a dream there's so many other stages of grief it doesn't only have to be of a death of a loved one so when I realize that there's so many stories in the world and surrounding me with grief and people that succeeded to build to move on in life to To walk through grief and look it in the eye and cry through it and work through it and. And, and heal through it and go to the next level of life, of living life after death of a loved one or loss. That's when I found a little bit of calmness inside me. And I wanted to share all these stories that I learned of hope, of what it's like to to grieve for different people. And I think it's important that we have these conversations of what is grieving, why we need to grieve and allow ourselves to grieve? And what happens after we do the healthy way of grieving and getting to real hope and life and meaning? Like David Kessler says, he's the guru of grief. He says that the sixth stage, the last stage is finding meaning, but it's after so many other stages of hard, hard work. So what are those stages? How do we get through them? Let's hear stories from People that walk through it, people that experience it, people that can tell us we went, we were at the darkest point and now we're, we see light. We were at a point that we didn't want to get up in the morning and now. We run a company and we're happy and we're moving on and, and we, we see light and we see love. And and I think it's important to share these stories, the stories of courage, the stories of grief in different shapes and sizes from from the personal stories to the professionals that I'm going to bring on that are going to teach us how to grieve in a healthy way. And what does it mean? If there are no two that are the same, so what does it mean a healthy way? Is there a path? How do we know if we're on the right path? If there's no paths that are alike, how do we surround ourselves with support? What is support during grief? So all these things, when I was doing my research on grief, I decided that I really want to designate a lot of episodes. I don't know if it's going to be July and half of August. Originally, it was supposed to be only in July. Maybe it's going to be July and then we'll take a break and go to something not so intense and come back to it. I'm not sure. I have to see how it unfolds, but the episodes that I recorded are so powerful. I want to share it with you, and I'm looking forward to walking this journey with you because for me, it was a healing experience. For me, that I realized only after researching it that I had grief that I didn't even know about that wasn't losing parent, God forbid, a uh, uh, a sibling, God forbid, like God forbid. All these tragedies that happen in the world. But there are other forms of grief that I went through in life, and I'm afraid of feeling that again. But I never grieved it properly. I never labeled it grief. And that's why I never healed from it. And we have to label these things properly in order to know how to heal from them. So that's why I thought it was so important. And for me, it was so fascinating, my journey. So, so fascinating. One of the episodes I'm going to share my story of understanding a certain part of grief in my life, not from losing a loved one, but a certain grief that I was grieving that I only realized after I deep dived into this topic. So that's what's coming up in July. I would love for you to share with us how you improved yourself with self-love, what you decided that you're going to do from now on to really implement self-love on yourself to accept yourself, to acknowledge yourself, to take care of yourself. So you can actually go to the next step of being the right vessel to healing, because that can only be when we take care of ourselves. So if you're anybody as out there that is listening to this and went through something in grief and they know how to get through grief and they have a story that they would like to share, please reach out to us, go to our website, Hope to recharge.com, Go to contact us and send us an email and just tell us a few short notes on what you want to share. And someone will be in touch with you regarding that because I think this topic is super important for, for mental health recovery. Super, super important because at the end of the day, we all go through grief in life. There is no one that has the ticket to not go through grief because that's part of life part of life is also death around us and the way life goes hopefully we outlive people that are older than us and people that are older than us eventually we will lose them we will go through grief and we need to know how to be prepared for it even though we can never be a hundred percent prepared for it because we can read all the books in the world and go through the courses but until we actually feel the pain we won't really understand it but we can definitely know that there are tools out there and understanding what we need in order to recover, I think, especially through COVID, there was so much loss in the world, so much. And I think the world is grieving connection, the world is grieving love, the world is grieving the fact that they can't live the life the way they used to live. The life, the world is grieving relationships that fell apart. There's so much grief, businesses that fell apart, cultures that fell apart, so many things that fell apart. We are grieving, we're in a state of grieving, of confusion. Of there's anger, there's frustration, there's denial, there's confusion, there's, there's, there's so much in grief. There's acceptance, there's holding space for pain, there's moving on, there's all these stages. So how do we walk through it? And I think it's a very important topic. So as much as I wanted my birthday month to be about something more fun, like mindset and gratitude, my favorite, favorite topic and abundance and joy and mindfulness and and attracting your dreams and and all these fun stuff, I think we need to really do what what is important. And we're going to deep dive into grief. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a support. Thank you for always being here. Thank you for sharing your reviews. If you left a review, thank you. Every review matters. If you're listening to this right now, if you could do us a big favor, leave us a short review, even five words. Rating of reviews helps us go up on the chain of mental health to support others. We know how much this podcast is helping so many out there just walk through their pain, understand their pain, reach out for help to break the stigma, to get rid of the shame and to really try to create a better life and in mental health together is better. So we really appreciate each and every one of you that takes this time, your precious time to leave a comment, a review or, or even insights or your recommendations. I got so many recommendations that blew my mind and I'm so grateful for each and every one of them. Thank you for being a part of this community mental health together is better can't wait to see you on the other side after we discuss grief and maybe we'll go into something happier afterwards but until now thanks for listening bye till next time thank you for joining us and taking the time to listen I really appreciate it please hit the subscribe button so you can hear further episodes if you are listening to us on iTunes please leave feedback and ratings below let us know if there's any topic that you would like to hear from us in the future bye Until next time!